This is Charles Haley. You're listening to nothing but Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handoff, sweeps to his right, gets to the 20. He's on the 30. Needs a cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's down to the right zone. Click boom! What's going on, Faithfuls? The Nothing But Niners crew is back. Guys, we are here to bring you guys another fun-filled episode, man. Hey, listen, man. Guys, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like the season just started today. It did. I know that the official dates and all that stuff, but am I, am I the only one that feels like 2021 for the yeah, NFL this season is, This started is season today? two, or whatever season we are with the 49ers, this is it. This is It's today. It's right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's good to be back, gosh darn it. Right, man, Breezy is in the building. Brian, man, you in here too, man. Guys, it's good to see y'all. Let's start. Let's start with Breezy. Breezy, how you been, man? What's going on with you? I know you got a lot going on. My man, you wearing some bling? What, the, what is happening? Look hey, at this guy. I'm, I'm living a good life, man. You know what I'm saying? Listen, guys, I, I'm just out doing shows and shows and shows, man. Trying to support the family, man. I, you know, but I do appreciate all the 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 feedback, the love, the support, man. It's been amazing from you guys out there, man. Especially. You, my brothers, man. I truly appreciate you, man. Thank you. I love it. I love it. And Brian, man, how about you, man? What's going on with you? Long time no see. You know, we went from talking daily. Now we're strangers right. in the night. Feels like forever since since that happened. So Give me some volume, bro. How you been, man? Oh, you sound I, good. I need some volume from Mike. Oh, you got, I get what you're saying. Mike, turn my, your mic up. My audio's low? Yeah. Uh, you probably hooked up to the wrong thing as usual, bro. I'm also the deaf-ass old man, remember? No, okay, no, no, no. Mike, check, Mike, check. How's that? Is that better? Is that good? Low, Brian. It ain't you. Okay. Does that sound better? Is it good? Mike, check. Yeah, Mike, check. That sounds a lot better, actually. A lot better. Yeah, okay. much better. All right. All yeah, right. it's all good out here. We got some rain, so the fires are suppressing a little bit. You know, we're. Uh, That's what's up. Getting ready for camp. I can't. Uh, can't wait to get this this party started. 
Yo, so Brian, my wife said something to me. Uh-oh. And I was like, huh? But, you know, she said that it's been it's been weird over here on the East Coast. Like, uh, I can't desc- I can't think of the word she described, but it was it's like hazy weird, right? And she said she thinks it's coming from all the fires they're having out on the West Coast. Is that even possible for that to travel that far? It is, but the last time I looked at the smoke plumes on the map, they're only getting to like into Wyoming. So I, you know, that's a long ways to go. All right. So she just got to get her eyes checked. That's what that means. All right. Don't tell her I said that. (laughs) Well, hold on now. What about the butterfly effect? The movie? That doesn't relate to this typical this scenario, Mike. <laughs> no, are are you absolutely sure? So those fires have absolutely no bearings on anything happening over here on the East Coast. Uh, not according to the maps that I look at. When I look through ArcGIS or I look in through a different uh, apps that have uh, fire maps for, you know, emergency response, um, they don't reach that far. Not the fire, but like the after effects of the. Fire. Yeah, the smoke. It doesn't go that far. Like it, it dissipates after. Yeah, but it it gets- does, does it does it create winds? Like the the, the the strength of a blaze is a thing, right? Like there's a the winds you know. create the fire. I mean, it, it's not the other way around. The fire doesn't create the wind. So there's no there's no wind off of a. Not not traveling fire. three thousand miles across the country, man. Man, I mean, you're you're talking like Yellowstone events when stuff like that starts happening. <laughs> All right. Now well, speaking the, of fire, Mike. The 49ers are on fire, man. I, I think this is going to be the year, guys. I thought I was getting fired or something. I'm like, damn, I'm all fired up. Get fire. Somebody get the Buster Rhymes song queued up, baby. I'm right. fired up. I'm ready to go, man. What's going now, on, bros? Listen, man, we got to run through these formalities really quick so uh, we can get this out the way. Guys, thank you for checking us out here on the YouTube page. If this is your first time here, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. I don't like how high that is. Make sure you guys hit that like and subscribe button. Also, turn on your notifications so we can bring you guys breaking news, all right? You're going to thank yourself later. I promise you that. Give us a follow on Twitter and Snapchat. That is the handle nothing but 9ERS. That is nothing but 9ERS, okay? And then we have Facebook, Instagram, as well as Twitch. Broadcasting live on all of those right now simultaneously. Make sure you guys go over there and follow. That is nothing but Niners, it is all live, all direct. We are here. Sorry, I keep trying to get it off. Someone put there you go. There we go. There we go, guys. I'm excited, man. We heard from the coaches' staff, we heard from everybody. And you talk about fire, Breezy. You know what I had to do. I, I had to go into things a little too much. I had to, as you know, this is kind of something that I do, right? So <sighs> I got I got a couple video clips and all that, but before I do, I want to ask you guys. We heard from Kyle and John as a team today. We heard from George Kittle today. We heard from Jimmy Ward today. We heard from DJ Jones today. And we also heard from Trent Williams today. Did I say Trent Williams already? No, I didn't. Okay. So I believe that was even the order that we heard from those guys in. So let me first ask, did you guys get a chance to listen or see or hear any clips from anything that they said? I watched them all. I didn't. I'm busy, but I heard Wards and and Williams. Okay, all right. So you, you got okay. Now, I heard I heard you say that you watched them all. So I'm gonna try to save you for the end. But I know on Twitter they do this thing where it's like, oh, player said da 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 da. Right. What were the what were the what were the tweets going out today? What were, what were the, like the uh, buzz notes and, and Kyle Shanahan like about Jimmy Garoppolo being the starting quarterback? That would probably be one of the main ones. Um, he, that's the guy that they're going with, and so that's pretty much what I was kind of like zoned in on. That's what people got from Kyle today. 
That's what that's what they said. Kyle said. I, that's that's what he right. said. He used very specific words once again. Oh yeah, he did. And his little caveats there, up. but I don't know that I, when I normally read into what someone says and versus what how he said what he said, I don't think that I'm reading into it this time. Okay, well we're gonna have some fun with it because I'm gonna I'm gonna you know me you I know, know what I'm here to do. We're gonna listen and break down every decibel of the sound bites. <laughs> we're gonna stir that pot, baby. I'm going to play it straight through. And the bonus feature is that you guys get to see my ugly mug react to it as I'm hearing it. So, and the video that I'm going to, we're going to post, it's going to be the sound clip and you're going to see me in like the little corner, almost like the devil on the shoulder type of thing, but it's like the opposite <laughs> area of the shoulder. I don't know how to explain it. You'll just have to see it when you see it. But um, there was one other thing that I wanted to get to from Twitter today. Uh, so let me go ahead and post this here. Um, this was, I, Okay. This guy is quickly, quickly becoming one of my favorite guys on, on Twitter, like a, a favorite Twitter follower. You guys want to guess who he, he's a, It's a player. It's a player. Who, like, have you guys, you guys follow a lot of these guys on Twitter? Do you read what they write? Any um, any of the players? No, I mean. Like Ken Law and. Yeah, I mean, I follow a few guys, but n nobody's really over the top. I mean, I know that Word's been all kinds of active on there lately. All right, let me just show you guys. Let me just show you guys this post because I thought this was hilarious. So Robbie Gold tweets out, and I quote, kicking it into my 17th year in NFL. Who's ready for some football? Tabor Pepper tweets, this dude's career can almost vote. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what y'all think. That shit is funny. <laughs> it is funny. Dang. That, he, I don't know why I laughed so hard when I read that, man. And I thought that was hilarious. Man. Like, if you guys don't follow him, he's good. He He's good. He's subtle. He's always respectful. But damn, man. Like, he's just, he just, and, I don't know. And he's so low key, it's not impossible to get, you know, a conversation going with him. Right. Yeah. Like, this guy, he he's incredible. He's definitely one of my favorite followers on the entire team. And that's not, uh, that's not coming, coming lightly. So, uh, let's get to it, man. <laughs> We're going to break this stuff down because tomorrow it's all news. For, for, for the rest of the camp, it's going to be all news. Let's start talking about the uh, the 49ers' um, situations, their situations, okay? How about we start with the injuries? Yeah, I'm going there. That's the first video I'm going to. Let me make sure I click the right one, though. It's either video. PUP list uh, right now to Jeff Wilson with his knee and Tarvarius Moore with the Achilles um, going through physicals today. And if there's any additions, Kyle will hit you up uh, in the. All right. So you guys can't see me because the, the, the comments are up here. Are the comments but, on random? What the freak? Yeah. 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 They're on random. We're so, exposing all the comments. Right. So everybody's going to get some shine here. Um, but. What we're, oh shit. Oh shit. What's what? going on? Oh my God. Guy. Freak sighting and Nicholas. Look at this. The nine, look at this. Nine of football come back and everybody show up. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> what the hell is up, man? Where you been, bro? Work, man. I don't want to hear that shit. Everybody work now. Yeah. <laughs> that's like that's, saying I was breathing. Like, that's all that's all I do. <laughs> it's good to see you, man. So look, we're about to go, we're gonna break down this uh this injury stuff. So the first thing I want you guys to pay attention to is the two names that we know are starting on PUP. Okay. There's two names. Uh, something that they did not discuss was the COVID list. We'll break that down also afterwards. But I want you guys to see how John Lynch was trying to be like 
incognito with something. And Kyle was like, yeah, F all that. So I want y'all to just, just see if y'all catch this the same way that I caught it, okay? So let's, let's do this again. Here go the video. Uh, and like I said, with the comments, you're not going to be able to see my ugly mug and the faces I was making. And that's fine, too, because I'm not even sure I was dressed in all of these videos. So don't uh, – it's, it's, it's all right if the comments are, are on top of them, all right? So here we go. We're going to play this again. PUP list. Um, right now, two, Jeff Wilson with his knee and Tarvarius Moore with the Achilles. Um, going through physicals today, and if there's any additions, Kyle will hit you up uh, in the coming days. But that's where we are right now. That. What, what's that? No, a couple guys that, you know, had some things that we'll see on their physicals if that's if that benefits them, but no decisions as of yet. Have to do it by the end of end of today. Possibility on Tart. Tart, for tart would be the possible comeback. Yeah. <laughs> PUP list. Uh... Yeah, all right. So we've I, talked I about. I couldn't hear any of that. You could, I don't. I don't know. I, it was loud on my end. I heard it. Did you, did I heard it too. Hear it? Yeah, no, I, heard I, it. I couldn't hear any of it. So. so, John Lynch is going through the PUP list. He says just two names right now is Tavarius Moore, and uh, um, damn, damn. What was the other name he said? PUP list. Um, right now, two Jeff Wilson with his knee. Jeff Wilson, Tavarius Moore, and Jeff Wilson. Right now, you guys know who the mouthpiece is for the team. The unofficial official mouthpiece is Matt Mayoko, right? Mm -hmm. So he says, yeah, right now it's just those two guys. And, and Matt Mayoko jumps right in. There's nobody else pending or possibly going to be added to that list. He's like, uh, no, that, that's it. If anything else comes up, we'll let you know. Kyle's like, tart, Jaquaski tart, toe. Like, <laughs> Kyle was not having that shit. So then they also came out with the COVID list, and Emmanuel Mosley is on that list already. Um, now, I've got to get your guys' thoughts on this. We knew about the, the Jeff Wilson Jr. thing. We knew about the Moore situation. They talked about that a little bit more. Uh, they mentioned how, uh, you know, people uh, – John Lynch was talking about how in other countries people are coming back and setting world records three months later from tearing it. I mean, I don't think that's happening here. But whatever. It's cool that he was being that positive about it, I guess. I guess positive is the right word. But um, – what are your guys' thoughts on the COVID list? Uh, Kyle not being as discreet as maybe John wanted him to be, or maybe I'm looking into that too much because that's something that I do also. Don't all go at once, anybody at all. I don't, I don't read into stuff like you, bro. Like it, like it, it's. I I don't I don't get the same vibes you get from from a thing. I. I it, in my opinion, it looked like Kyle Shanahan didn't want to be there, like. The, the way he was looking the whole time it was just like boom and then he bust out and said tart so he probably he, he, he may come back he said he may come back that's what he said if i heard it correctly so just like the whole time it was just john lynch and then it was just and that's the first time i'm seeing that that particular i didn't get a chance to watch their pressers so i didn't get a chance to dive into it like you did all right any other thoughts or takes on it I don't have anything. I think that, uh, you know, it was just uh, with Tart. I think it was just, you know, finishing the question. I don't think that uh, Lynch had it written down in front of him. And I think it was probably fresh in Kyle's mind that now he's got to think about that safety position. I mean, he talked about Tony Jefferson and, and Hufunga earlier, or I don't know if it was earlier. Later. It was later, later in the conference, but yeah. Okay. So I think he's just right. touching bases on, on, on the, what was fresh in his mind. 
All right. Now that's all very possible. Nick, what about you? Anything that to touch on with I that? Have no comment because I didn't hear any of it. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't hear it for some reason. So so the other thing was this. I want to think back as to why we signed some of the safeties that we signed this offseason, knowing that we drafted a guy. Has Tart's injury been lingering? And was the team like aware of this for a while? Is that yeah, why they, they talked about it in OTAs? That was the first time we heard about Tart having some type of injury to his to, to something. And so, yes. Why right. did Patrick why did Patrick Willis retire? Those feet. Turf so he toes. Says. Turf toes. It's a lingering issue that it doesn't go away. So I don't um, think that's why he retired, but yeah, okay. Well, that's what he said it was. That's part of it, yes. Yeah. I, I, know that's what, I know that's what he said. I'm just telling you that's not what I think. Like, I, I think there's always other stuff to go into situations, but... Yeah, that's well, I'm just saying, well, yeah. is no joke. Oh, I agree. I agree. I, I think I know what you're alluding to. There were people saying that, you know, he didn't want to be part of a rebuild and all that stuff, like when the team right. moving on from Harbaugh and all that. Yeah, we, we, we yeah, I know what you're talking about there. But those, those feet injuries are serious. Uh, is there a possibility Tart doesn't start the season for the Niners? Uh, well, you know what? I won't even I won't even beat around the bush. Let me get right to it. If Tart's not healthy enough to play Week One, does he make the final fifty-three? Yes. Yes. Why? He's on a one-year deal. Nick, you think he makes the final fifty-three? Yeah, if I think he's not he healthy still enough make, to play Week One. I still think he would make the the final fifty-three, depending on how the rookie does. It, it would really depend on what he does as well. But you you also still ha- need a backup um, box safety. So they, they picked up Jefferson. Oh, yeah, Jefferson's there too. Yeah, so no, yes. I would say no. I would say no then. I forgot Jefferson's sign. Right. Yeah, but Jefferson's coming off an ACL injury. And, right. And, and so <laughs> – and then you yeah. ask the rookie to come in there and do it. So, like, uh, let me ask you a question. You put him on the PP or something ACL, and you call it a day. Are ACL injuries ex- what they used to be? No. It, it doesn't matter. Like, everybody everybody recovers from it a little bit differently. Like, you're right. They're not – it's not It's not that they're not what they used to be. It's just that technology has advanced. and Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they're yeah. not, like – But every lingering. But every human being, I think, Nick, recovers from it differently. So, yes, maybe medically they're fixed – now you got to factor in the the mental aspect. You got to factor in the anxiety. You got to fact. There's a lot of things you heard Trent Taylor, uh, Trent, Trent Taylor, Trent Williams talk about like you know playing this year and how he no longer has to play with anxiety of getting hurt again. And this is a he's not playing with that same type of pressure or load on him. So who knows? And, and we watched Jimmy Garoppolo not come back properly from his ACL. He plays a little bit differently. So. I don't know. Everybody's different. You, we do see Tony Jefferson out there putting in work. I think one of y'all was cutting on him about the the, the latest video he put out. Now he that says something. One of y'all says something about that. But um, I just I I think you still have Tart on the roster. There's a ways to. There's so many ways because the 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 way the isn't the news that they're going with the same uh, amount of spaces for the. The rosters is last year, and as far as the practice squad, and as far as like, like everything is the same from last year. So I think you have space for him. I think there's that 55 opposed to the 53. Yeah, you but definitely I, have space for him, and I still think he's better than some of the other safeties we have on this roster. So I don't he's think the best safety on the roster. Right. 
I'm just saying, like, Tony Jefferson may be better. We don't know because we don't know how he's recovered, like you were saying, right? Everybody recovers a little differently. But I still think, like, if you cut him, who do you have left? So you got Maiden, right? Ufunga, which we don't know, right? Um, I don't know about Maiden either. We don't, right. But I'm just saying, like, I think that Tart, it would make sense just to keep him, especially on the salary that we currently have him on. Right. He did just sign that one-year deal. Um, so he's not he's not doing anything uh, outrageous with the with the money or anything that's out there. Uh, so that that is a good point. Also, um, I guess I guess I just I just don't know. I feel like the team picked picked up um, players, whether it be through the draft or even free agency, and they had to work these guys out. Also, I understand that the ACL could be an injury or the Achilles, whatever uh, Jefferson's injury was. I apologize for misspeaking there, but. They had to work him out. This wasn't somebody that they were forced to sign. This isn't somebody that was already on the roster. They had to talk to him, get a feel for him, and figure out, like you said, all those things, his mindset. Because he seemed motivated the players. He just didn't for the money. He's trying to get one more paycheck. You know what I mean? Like, they got a chance to get their hands on him and, and kind of feel him out as much as possible without putting him through the physical ringer. And that's what this part of the season is for, is to put him through the physical ringer. Um, I just, I don't know, you know, we, we sit around and we talk all the time about how the team and why the team went after Trey, I think the same thing kind of applies here when we when we're talking about Tart. It's got to be it's got to be the same thing, right? I mean, if if the reason why we went after Trey is because Jimmy can't stay healthy, then the reason we went after Tart, I mean, after Jefferson is probably or Hufunga, it's probably because Tart can't stay healthy. So I just you know it's something that we gotta we gotta. I think we should keep in the back of our minds. I don't know. I'm not going to say that he's going to get cut, but it would not surprise me at this point if Tart gets cut uh, because of these lingering. In that video, it looked like he about to get cut. The way Kyle Shanahan was he looking looked, in that video. He looked kind of fed up, right? Like he was like, That's all right, shit. To be there or, or, or talk about that. Like like he just didn't want to have that conversation. But you know what? Right. <laughs> Since Matt Miyoko is going <laughs> to not let us go, we're just going to let him know. <laughs> Uh-huh. And then he, this, this uh, the comment that was just up there is right. They did they did pick him up, and Kyle mentioned him by name, uh, you know, with people competing for the starting role while Tart may be out. Uh, that was a person that Kyle mentioned by name, and John mentioned by name. So uh, the the viewer, I didn't I didn't catch the name. I'm sorry about that. No disrespect intended. But that 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 person who made that uh, comment is absolutely correct. So that was one of the things there. Okay, trust me, I got more. I got more, all right? I got two more videos, and then we'll break down some of the player stuff. And then we're going to leave you guys alone so you guys can get back to your wonderful Tuesday, Monday night. What's today? Tuesday. Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Damn it, man. Man, I've had a lot. Why was I out last night? Oh, okay. All right. Never mind. Ignore everything I just said, guys. All right. So here's video number two. You guys ready? Don't matter. Here it is. Be here and certainly know the importance of him being here. What is your approach with the quarterbacks in terms of divvying up reps? And did you seek any advice from anyone who's kind of had it? All right. So in case you guys are struggling to hear it. We're not. Oh, oh, so you guys can hear. So what the heck? All right. So you could hear the question being asked because the question being asked is really important this month. No, I didn't hear the question. I just heard John start talking. No, no. The question is after John. Oh, okay. All right. So they're asking in terms of divvying up the, the roles for the quarterback, what's your plan? That's basically what the question is. But you'll hear it. A little bit better. I'm going to play it again. All right, here we go. We'll be here and certainly know the importance of him being here. 
What is your approach with the quarterbacks in terms of divvying up reps? And did you seek any advice from anyone who's kind of had a similar situation going into this at all? No, because, um, I mean, I just treat it like I would any other situation. I mean, Jimmy's our, you know, going through OTAs, what he's done. I mean, he's our best quarterback in the building right now. So he'll start out training camp that way. And um, we got three other guys behind him. Uh, we're going to give Trey the first chance, obviously, um, as the backup. And um, any time a guy's playing a lot better than the guy in front of him is when you start to – split reps up with that team and start to talk about it, but Oop, there right. it is. you guys got, you guys know the cynical mind of Mike. All right. I know you guys heard what I heard, Brian. I know you know what I'm looking for when I'm watching these videos and I'm listening to them. I'm listening for hesitation. I'm listening for careful word selection. I'm listening for when they purposely omit or step over things. Play it again. Okay, my man, here we go. We'll be here and certainly know the importance of him being here. What is your approach with the quarterbacks in terms of divvying up reps? And did you seek any advice from anyone who's kind of had a similar situation going into this at all? No, because, um, I mean, I just treat it like I would any other situation. I mean, Jimmy's our, you know, going through OTAs, what he's done. I mean, he's our best quarterback in the building right now. So he'll start out training camp that way. And um, we got three other guys behind him. Uh, we're going to give Trey the first chance, obviously, um, as the backup. And um, any time a guy's playing a lot better than the guy in front of him is when you start to – split reps up with that team and start to talk about it. But All right, guys. The best quarterback in the building right now. Uh-huh. But so he hesitated. Where are you going, you going with him? The starter. He didn't he, use that word, but. He, he paused. He said Jimmy's his be best quarterback right now in, in training camp. So he said he later on, now later on in the presser, he does say, that Jimmy is going to be the starter right now, and Lance is going to get first crack at the second team reps. Right. Now, that's already progress for Lance because we know that he was previously working with the third team and rotating. Uh, and then Grant Cohn tweeted out something. I thought about putting it up here, but I missed it. Um, Grant Cohn tweets out, I saw Trey Lance getting team first team reps. Trust your eyes, not your ears. Gotcha. Yeah. So we got to talk about this. All right. Now, Again, Kyle hesitated to say Jimmy's the starter in that moment. Later on, it came up again. Matt Mayoko doing his thing. Yes, well, it, it wasn't like Grant was breaking news. We knew we we heard that during OTAs that they were splitting reps. I think well, that Kyle is insinuating going forward into training camp, you're going to see Jimmy get first rep, first team reps, because they haven't done anything in training camp yet. I think that's all he was insinuating. So if you're trying to Build something that's not quite there yet, Mike. I, I get where you're going, but I just no, 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 no. I like I see. I like what you just did there. So you're saying that Kyle was only talking on the past. No, he's you talking know? about moving forward into training camp. Jimmy is the starter. That's what I took from that. Grant talked about him getting first first team reps, but we know during OTAs they split reps. We know that that's already out there. But I don't think that Kyle was talking about OTAs. He's talking about training camp and moving forward. I don't think he's talking about the past at all. Let me see. Let me just verify uh, Grant's tweet, if I can find it. If I can find it. Let me just try to find it really quick. Bear with me, guys. Boom, there he is. We follow each other. Hi, Grant. Mike here. What's up, buddy? Nobody needs my rescue, man. Nobody needs my rescue. Huh? Oh, you know, everybody thinks I love Jimmy. Oh, you love him. You wear. I love jersey. this team to win. I don't give a Sleep shit. Sleep in his jersey at nighttime. Yeah. 
Uh, where'd it go? Okay, Trey Lance took first team reps in OTAs. Believe what you said. Okay. And Kyle's talking about training him. Okay, that's what you okay. All right. All right. All that's right. how I took it. I like it. I like it. And that's what that's what the show is all about. It's checks and balances here because Mike is gonna run off the hinges. And, <laughs> and y'all know that that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. So so Trey Lance is unsigned. Is he in the building right now? I'm imagining so, yeah. I'm imagining he's there. I didn't hear anything that said he was, but I didn't hear anything that said he wasn't. I don't know if he's allowed to be there if he hasn't signed. I I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's allowed in the building. I think it's certain activities he's not allowed to participate in. Um, you know, like contact. Well, quarterbacks don't get contact anyway, though. So those rules are going to be a little different for him, just even straight out the gate. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm pretty sure that contact drills aren't um, permitted for players who aren't under contract in the nfl um but he's i don't know if i don't i don't know how that works for quarterbacks i won't pretend to know either um but he should be able to attend the meetings and stuff like that i mean it's the same thing with otas uh he you know if he was allowed to be there for those things what would be different now other than the physical aspect of it you know what i'm saying um so i i imagine him to be there what do you think i don't know like it if if we're talking about our coach who likes to have Word play on words, you know. He, he kind of said Jimmy is the best person in the building right now, and so if Trey Lance is not in the building, which we don't know, <laughs> did he say in the building right now? Breezy is taking it to right a whole other level. You're feeding Michael. Yes, he is. <laughs> feeding his craziness. But that's what he is miking Mike. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm just, getting mic'd right now. This is not I'm, I'm just going over what he said. Like, you know, and so if he's not in the building right now, and he's in the building tomorrow now. Here comes Breezy with his wishful thinking. I gotta play it mean? again. I gotta play it again. I gotta okay. know if he said the best quarterback okay. in the building right now. Breezy is blowing my mind right now, guys. Hold on. <laughs> I, I got I gotta play it again. We'll be here and certainly know the importance of him being here. What is your approach with the quarterbacks in terms of divvying up reps? And did you seek any advice from anyone who's kind of had a similar situation going into this at all? No, because, um, I mean, I just treat it like I would any other situation. I mean, Jimmy's our, you know, going through OTAs, what he's done. I mean, he's our best quarterback in the building right now. So he'll start out. It's going to be a long off season with you, Michael. Let's go. Huh? Let's go. Breezy, that, you get a mic salute for the deciphering there, man. I complete whoop, right over my head. My man asked him, he was all calm. Is Trey Lance under contract? What are the rules for he, he was just so I'm sitting here thinking, like, what does that have to do with anything? Well, Jimmy's the best quarterback in the building, right? Man, and even bravo, if he's bro. Even, even if he's in the building tomorrow, he wasn't in the building during the time of this presser, mm. which we don't know. I'm just saying. Right. Which still means and makes his point valid that. Uh, Where's your spoon, Breezy? Stir that pot. He's stirring. Hey. He's stirring. <laughs> Mike is over here blowing and cooling, making sure nothing burns. Just keep stirring, baby. Keep stirring. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Sean gives us a contribution here. Thank you, Sean. He says, Did you notice Kyle has dyed his hair, shaved, and is sponsored by Olay Regenerous now? What up, fam? <laughs> Maybe Tart will be healthy by playoffs. I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe, maybe he's healthy. Maybe he is good enough to play right now. And they're looking for something, and they need some qualifiers. It's clearly something that they're concerned with, though. I, I right. I mean, 
I think for Kyle and John to be talking about injuries right now, I mean, that like the last thing you want to be asked about. But, I mean, there are injuries, and there are injuries that we already know about. So we, we already knew that we weren't going to get Jeff Wilson for the next, what, six weeks of the season. So now up until week six, so we won't see him until probably week eight in the NFL at that. And then uh, we knew Tavares Moore was out for the season, right? We they, we knew Justin School was out for the season. They didn't bring Justin School up, right? Even though Justin School got re-signed back to the team and he's been placed on season-ending IR, right? And yep. then and, – and now – that's where the Tart thing slips in. And so I just want to say this about Tart, yo. When I said Tart is the best safety on the team, I meant as far as it, his position, right? Because obviously Jimmy Ward is, is the best safety on the team. Um, but Jimmy Ward and Tart play like like a, they they play on a different level. They when they're both out there, they're they're on a different wavelength of eliteness, communication, and everything. So I want Tart healthy. I do. I really do, but I, if not, I found the analogy for them, bro. Okay. You ever play spades against a husband and wife or against a couple? Facts. Yes. That's how Facts. they play the safety positions. And it's because they just know their uh, uh, an innate response to each yes. other. Yes. They know everything about each other. They, they've been together for so long. They move like they move just like that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Brian, you want to read this contribution? Yeah, Tonga. Thank you. Five bucks for us. Uh, Shout out to me for sporting the Polynesian San Francisco background. Always. My heart belongs to Hawaii. I may not be Hawaiian or Polynesian of any descent. Uh, My my history comes from the Azor Islands, which is the Hawaii of the Atlantic, but I would prefer to be in the Pacific all day long. So (laughs) I love you and mahalo. Is is that an official title? Uh, the Hawaii of the Atlantic? Is that is that that's what they call that's what Europeans uh say that it is the Hawaii of the Atlantic, which is funny because the uh it is nowhere near the same sort of climate there. Oh wow. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> All right, that's cool. All right, that's good. All right, guys. I got one more video that we gotta go over, and then we will really talk about some of the other injuries and the non-injuries because there were some players who did not make the PUP list that I think. We should applaud. I think we deserve to give some guys a little bit of credit. Maybe. What in the hell? That's the applause, baby. Look what that happened. Sounds like somebody skating around in there. That <laughs> sounds like ice skates. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, only an ice skater would know that sound. Exactly. What are you talking about? <laughs> a bunch of ice skaters at that. That's like hockey people shredding. That, right. <laughs> Right. Like I, so I went ice skating one time and I didn't make it to the actual ice. <laughs> I, I leaned, I leaned against the thing. Put on a pair of blades, bro. bro I, I almost broke my ankle six times going from the booth where they gave us the blades to the little bench to try to tie them up. It would have only took no me way. one time to try to break my ankles, not five other times, bro. I would, after the first time, I would have been like, these not for me. I'll walk I never on even ice. I tried to rollerblade. I don't know what I was thinking. No. Uh, put me on roller skates. Yeah. I got eight wheels over here. I'm, yeah. I'm freaking, you know, Bigfoot over here <laughs> rolling over anything. I'm a monster truck. But and I can even so you can rollerblade, but you can't ice no, skate. That's what I'm you can't saying. And I, I can skate. I we got eight wheels on rollerblades too, man. No, well, roller yeah, skates, I got they're four all... of them. And I don't want to feel bad. You need more stability. Because, uh, see, I can walk on ice skates. But as soon as I get on the ice, it's like, ah. <laughs> I can't even walk on them. I can't. What were you going to say, Breezy? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, man. Nah, it's funny because when I roller skate, I can even lean and skate on two wheels, 
but I can't rollerblade because <laughs> okay. so I, go, I, can't, I can't in lines. I can't. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so, all right, we're going to do one more video, and then we're going to get to uh, giving out some applause again to some people who I think deserve it because I'm all about that positivity. I want to keep these guys encouraged. That's what we're going to be about. I got some I love you, I love you guys to give out today. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, so here we go. Here we go. Last video. PUP list um, right now to Jeff Wilson with his knee and Tarverius Moore with you. Shit, I uploaded the wrong video. I was going to say it was the same thing. <laughs> Damn it. Now I got to see which, which one. Uh, I just tell us what it's about. I don't remember. Right. One, two. You failing us, dog. You failing that, us. Did you record that when I started doing the show? <laughs> <laughs> I got to go on mute. I got to stop talking about my sounds because I'll play them all night long. So why was are you going on mute, Mike? Nah, he's looking for that video because we don't know which video he's talking about. Right. We'll play <laughs> the same thing over again. He can't even give us a heads up on uh what give us a hint. Was it the was it the, the Kyle presser or was it a different presser? Damn man. All right, forget it. I don't remember which one it was. I won't get I won't get to it because I can't remember which one it was. I there was another take from the Kyle and uh John Presser that I no, wanted to discuss. He expects them, Callie, to um actually be ready to go by training by you know season starts. That's what he said. So that's gonna take us to the, the transition here, guys. We're gonna talk about the other injuries that were not reported today, people who are not starting on the PUP. And there's some big names here. There's some yeah, very, very so. big names. D so Ford. D Ford is one. Right D after Ford. we heard Freddie talk about him, right? Uh -huh. Yep. We got D Ford, Jalen Hurd. Jalen Hurd is another one. That's right. Keep going. Nick Bosa. We knew Nick Bosa was going to be good. Though, yeah, right? we, we knew Nick was. Yeah. Jimmy, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo's not hurt. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He not he he ready to go. Raheem Mostert's ready to go. He's always listen, hurt. Listen, listen, man. Jones is ready to go. He's always hurt. Sorry, guys. You always hurt. It's it's so, good. This is this is this is good right now. This is good. Because this time last year, this was not the report. This was yeah. not the report this time last year. How, how many players did we have injured before the start of training camp last year? It was a couple. Because uh, you got got a couple people, now. People were out with COVID. Then uh, you had um, we lost uh, we lost um, Fred Warner for a while. Remember? Yeah, but that Fred was just Warner. COVID. That was that was COVID. I'm talking about hurt. Talking there, about was, there, was a, there was a lot of people hurt before training camp. Jalen Hurd was one of them. Okay, well, that we're used to that, but but Man, before shut your damn mouth, okay? okay. We're not going to talk yeah, we had about enough of that. Like that. Take your negativity <laughs> and get the fuck out of here. Sorry, get out of here, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> now, the we got to give Jalen Hurd some love, guys. This is going to be his first healthy start to training camp. No, it's not. Season. Oh, since his, you put the since his rookie season, right? Since his rookie season, I mean, look, I. I'm happy I'm season, right? about this. And then we heard players talk about we heard players talk about Jalen Hurd. George Kittle in particular was asked directly. Uh, there was rumors that Jalen Hurd should be or could be moved to tight end. And what do you think he should do? And uh, did you guys make room for him in the tight end? Did you talk to him about it? And you know what? Did you guys hear George Kittle's response to that? He said, all Hurd needs to do is get on the field. 
He can mm-hmm. play and line up anywhere. He is an athletic freak. He said he's 6'5", he's 2", whatever. He went down the whole gambit. He said that when he gets out there, he just he just has to get out there. He's going to play and play at a high level wherever they decide to line him up. Right. Okay? Now, uh, see, I should have saved that for later because that was going to transition me to his Josh Hockett or Josh comment that I was going to ask you guys about. Hoke it. But I'm you think that's what he was talking about? Huh? You thought that's who he was talking about? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. What other Josh could he have been Pete- talking about? Peterson. Okay. That's, that's where I thought he was going because he's a rookie yeah, yeah. tight end. Because okay. that's, that's he started talking about rookie tight ends after that comment. That's true. That is right. Okay. Because I was sitting here like, what Josh could he possibly be talking about that didn't make it? And all I could think of was Hokey. I Josh forgot Rosen. all about Peterson. He <laughs> 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 goes. Yeah, man. But so that's a good call there. That is a very, very good call. You got look at see, this is why we got people on the show so Breezy can feed my conspiracy theories and Brian can give me the right Joshes that I need to know about. All right. Just joshing you, man. Just joshing. joshing. <laughs> Breezy was miking me, and Brian is joshing me. You see what's dropping names all over the place. Let's go, baby. All right. So any of these like excite you guys? Well, even, even, Nick Bosa, even Nick Bosa. Even Debo. Debo's not hurt. Like Debo's oh, coming yeah. into the season. Yes. Healthy. No hammy issues. Brandon Ayuk, no hammy issues, no feet issues. Uh I I said I, I don't know why I'm stuttering, but Debo Samuel was going to be wide receiver number one. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, we can have this conversation if y'all want to, but he was wide receiver number one before Brandon Ayuk. He's gonna be wide receiver number one during Brandon Ayuk. He knows this offense. He had got utilized differently because of the offense, because of the lack of the block and the protection on the offensive line. The fact they got to get the ball out quick, super quick, super fast. He got to run the ball, and that's messed up his hamstring in the first place. We can tie, we can dial back some of that from Debo Samuel now. He can run every route. He is quick on his breaks. Go ask my man Eric Crocker how this dude do. This dude is a, a legit receiver. Uh, a lot of people want to call him a running back, blah, in the receiver body, blah, whatever, whatever, a receiver in a running back body, whatever it is you want to say. I just think that Debo healthy is great for this organization. Yeah, I'm still going to go with Ayuk, man. You can I go wherever you want. I'm just telling you what's going to yeah. be. Ayuk's yeah. one. It's, it's got to be Ayuk number I one, think bro. Have, as, much as, I, as much as I love Debo, he's got too much Anquan in him. He is. It doesn't, it doesn't have to. And so why can't Anquan Bolden be a number one wide receiver? He was. He was on the 49ers. <laughs> I know. Bolden is too, is too physical, but was way more durable. It, we, we're not. Difference. All right. So now we have a definition of it. First, there's no such thing as ones and twos and, and whatever. And so now, this system. <laughs> okay. So I, I just think that a healthy Debo Samuel, a healthy offensive line, allows Debo Samuel to play the way he was playing. Who was catching those passes down the field before we got Manuel Sanders? It was Debo Samuel. It was Debo. Who was catching those passes? It was Debo. What and then we, I think, I mean, nothing. not to take anything away from Debo because he's a special guy, but I think that um, he was put into that position because we didn't have anybody else at that time when he was acting in that stead. Now we have Ayuk, who I think is going to surpass Debo as far as – you know, one, two, if you want to go that way, I guess. Right. Yeah, no. It, and then, you know, I tell you what, it's a good problem to have no matter how you look at it. Definitely. You know, everybody's got their favorites. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's got the guys that they 
like the way that they were utilized more and all that kind of stuff. I Y'all know me. I've already told y'all. I think once my man gets here, he's at least wide receiver number two. I think once Hurd gets on this field, he is the jack of all trades. I, I've, I've said that. I'm going to, I'm standing by that. So, you know, we are, we're all going to go for our guy, but it's an excellent problem to have. You know, Absolutely. imagine trying to, if we, if we on this show can't say who is definitely the wide receiver one, how are defenses saying who's the guy to double? Can't do it. Can't do it. So that, that's it. Now, I got to give out some double, flowers. You can't double them all, bro. And so if you right. leave Debo Samuel one-on-one, he's going to outbeat that match. If you leave Brandon Ayuk one-on-one, he's going to outbeat that matchup, right? And so, like, these guys are number ones I mean, at the end of the day. I just mm-hmm. – it depends on the game plan. It depends on – and I'm hoping that we see a upgraded Kyle Shanahan. That's the only thing I'm asking for. I need an upgraded play-calling Kyle Shanahan, I will refuse to call that man a genius until he start doing genius. Until he start doing genius stuff, like like real talk. Breezy is putting the full gambit on display over here tonight, y'all. Play with his toys. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it, man. I like it. So, what do you think about this? Oops, where did it go? Nope. Damn it! You guys, stop commenting for a second. <laughs> DJ Debo, Ayuk, Hurd, Sanu, Jennings. Love it. Kickoff return, punt returner is probably going to be, and I know y'all don't want to hear it, River Creek graph. So I think that as much as I want to see Jennings, the problem I have here is we went out and got Sherfield. I think Sherfield makes the, is a lock for this roster. I think he's a lock, but not as a wide receiver. I think he's a lock. We talked about it early, as the gunner, special teams guy. You know, yeah, but you got to put him into a position group. When you're building yes, your you roster, take, the 49ers like to take six to seven receivers. That's something Kyle Shanahan spoke about. Right. He'll take six. There's only five right here. Then you add in two more. I think they take seven. Right. I, yeah. Well, I don't know how you're going to build seven. I know we talked about you had like eight or nine when we did the breakdown. Of no, positions, I, I, so. no, I didn't. I think <laughs> yes, I had you did. You had like eight receivers or nine receivers when we did I our seven, position break. Seven to eight, if I'm not mistaken. I wish I had a good memory. I got the list memory. right here, guys. Because we were all like six, and you were like, no, I'm going to keep like eight or nine. I was like, what? How are you no. going to – what position group are you throttling to keep that many wide receivers on this roster? It's, po- it's possible. I think I had eight, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it because was a lot. <laughs> we normally take seven. That's why. So I took one extra one than what we normally do. I remember now. Y'all killing me with these comments, man. <laughs> what is that? What, what what have I been missing? I, I got to start looking at the comments. Don Burr is on crack. Who's Don yeah. Burr? He is our resident uh, Detroit Lions fan. Oh. He comes on all the shows and, and stirs the pot and uh, gets gets the faithful riled up. He keeps, he keeps the energy high. He keeps the energy high out there, man. He really does. All right. So um, I got to my love you mans. And my I love you mans are for people who – this is going to be something that I do at the end of every game. Some guys who just deserve a little extra. Well done, my man. Not players of the game type thing, but this is going to be for guys who maybe sometimes I give a little bit more flack than I should. Uh, so my very first one of the of the 2021 season, it's going to go to George Kittle. I actually enjoyed his presser today. It didn't feel like he was trying to perform while speaking to the media. And that's the first time I've been able to say that in a long time. I feel like everything he does is a production. 
He's over animated and things like that. And I felt like George was a little bit more, I don't know, sincere. I, I don't know what the word is, but it was different. It felt different. If you guys haven't had a chance to go back and watch it, go back and watch it. Uh, it, it felt better to me today. So, George Kittle, I love you, man. I, I, I love you, man. Um, that's my first one. My second one, <clears throat> going to go to a former 49er that I realized today while listening to the pressers, people think I hate, and I don't know why. That's going to be DeForest Buckner. Now, do you guys have any idea why people would think I hate him? No. Yeah. I, all right. I thought I thought maybe like I I did something during the show or you know no, I, I you hate you hate you hate Trent Williams but I I don't think I you, don't think, you, you can't do I, that I've never heard you say anything about the Forrest Buckner no what makes you think I hate Trent Williams oh you do it's okay though it's not okay I don't why but what where where is that coming from it's just the way you talk about him during the games bro I know what this is this is your hate for Mike. McGlinchy coming through. <laughs> this is not about my hate for Mike McGlinchy. Mike, because I don't, I don't, I first, I don't hate any of the players. Um, but I, hate, I do. I hate the play calling. Um, but as far as Mike McGlinchy is concerned, I mean, even Trent spoke about him today. He said, "Listen, man, dude, put on weight." He said, "The dude looks good. He's put on weight, and he did it for himself. It was something that it was a personal goal for him to do. We all know why he did." <laughs> uh, but. I don't hate Mike McGlinchey. He just has to get better, man. He has to be better out there, man. They're, the goal this year for the offensive line is to really be better at pass protection. I, I, I really think that's what they want. They want Jimmy to be comfortable in the pocket. They want Trey Lance to be comfortable in the pocket. They want uh, Nate Sudfield to never come into the pocket, and they want Josh Rosen to retire. Like they dream, like, of, dream about being in the pocket? but no seriously like they're looking to really secure that pocket as well as run block i'm hoping that the way he put on doesn't expect expect uh affect the way he's able to get down the field in the run game but trent did speak highly of him and his presser Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so i i gotta give some flowers to my man buckner though because buckner is not somebody i hate i never hated him i think it you know, a lot of times with this fan base, people think you have to, like, pick a side and that's it. Much like how it was, was it DeForest Buckner or Eric Armstead? When really, it wasn't about either or. It was about doing what they thought was best for the team. And and uh, we heard the GM touch on that a little bit today. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't hate Buckner. I love Buckner. I wish him the best. I know, I think the worst thing I ever said about DeForest Buckner on a show was that I did not think he was a top five defensive tackle. I I had him like seven, I think, on my list at that time. Um, I understand why people are upset, though, because, I mean, when you weigh the two, like when you talk, if you were going to say this is black and white and just go Armstead versus Buckner, Buckner was a better at his position than Armstead is at his position. And that's from when they played at Oregon all the way through their time with the 49ers. So I understand why people were angry with the thought process. Well, you just paid Armstead, but you didn't want to pay Buckner people don't take into consideration how much more it would have taken to keep Buckner on this roster. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't have been able to get the compensation for Armstead that we got for Buckner. So like you said, it was a team decision. What was best in the best interest of the team. Right. And yeah. And that's, and that's exactly the sentiment that uh, John Lynch echoed today uh, at this presser. So yeah, absolutely. Um, 
I'm gonna give out one more. Uh, ooh, I'm gonna give out one more. I love you, man. Uh, and this one is gonna go to my guy, Trent Williams. It's gonna go to Trent Williams. Um, I heard I heard some nervous energy from him today when he was speaking, and it was a good nervous. Uh, they kind of, I think it was. Um, what's the guy with the long-winded questions? Uh, uh, Branch, Eric Branch. He asked the question that they usually forget about. I, I think it was him, and he basically said uh, something along the lines of, you've never been on a playoff team, and they were in the Super Bowl before you got here, and you came, and they didn't even make it to the playoffs. And he was like, damn. Like, he, he responded that. He was like, damn. Like, you just mm -hmm. threw me under the bus like that. Like, I, you know, just put it all on me. That's crazy. Under breath, yeah. And uh, so, I, you know, I was thinking about that, and I was like, that that's got to hurt. Like when I don't know if he ever realized that I don't it's it you like you, you got to see how I should have put I should have put that as a video you got to see how he received it and like even like as he's like answering the question he's like damn like he really like chimes back to it you know what I mean he jumps back to it but the reason I'm giving him an I love you man is because he said something today that I thought was pretty cool he said that I really feel like this team will be in the playoffs he said I feel like that when this team is healthy we are the team to beat. Mm -hmm. Not that we can compete with anybody or anything like that. He said, I feel like we are the team to beat. He says, and for the first time in my career, I can say that and mean it. He said, now I know this time of year, he said, I know this time of year, a lot of teams, you know, all 32 feel that way and they say those things. He says, but I really mean it for the first time in my career. I feel like we are the team to beat when we got all of our guys. And for the most part, we're here. So well, every, everybody knows that though. Like, like, like that's 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 not a news flash or an alert. I think that's why us as a fan base, man, we all we're doing right now is just praying for health. You know what I mean? I, I think if we stop fighting each other and, and supporting each other and start praying. I like I, we just want us to be healthy, bro. And not only do the fans know that, the other 20, 31 teams in the NFL know that as well. Like the 49ers are gonna be dangerous if they're all there. Like, so we, why do you think teams did as much as they could, especially in the NFC West? <laughs> Jared Goff wasn't going to, I'm not saying Matthew Stafford is going to beat Kyle Shanahan and his 49ers, but Jared Goff was never, ever going to do it. Like, it just wasn't going to happen. They figured it out. They went out and got a, a, a veteran quarterback, like a veteran guy that can probably handle stuff under pressure. That's seen it all from a different perspective and he's hoping that works well for him in LA. Look at what the, what the Cardinals been doing. They went and got another pass rusher. Yes. Maybe Chandler Jones doesn't wants to be traded, but they went and got JJ Watt. All right. And so then, and then look at the, and then this, then there's the Seahawks who we always just, you know, split games with every season. And it's always a struggle too. Like it's never like a clear win for the Niners or a clear win for the Seahawks. It's always a bloodbath. And so, I'm just saying, like, teams definitely think and know and feel that Kyle Shanahan with a healthy squad is dangerous. It's dangerous. Ryan, your thoughts, man? I don't really have anything to add on that. I did like this, though, because while I agree that they own Jared Goff, I think that we own the Packers more than we own Goff. <laughs> I mean, that's that stems all the way back from Kaepernick. I know that's a little off the topic there, but I was just scanning through the comments and I saw that. 
No, I, I and I agree. And that's what, you know, a lot of people were like, you know, I've been on other people's shows and, you know, that week three game, they're like, oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. And I'm like, well, you do realize that if the 49ers are healthy, then Aaron Rodgers is probably going to struggle. He's not as probably. great. That'll when probably he, be his last game. Yeah, like when that <laughs> broken he, collarbone and turf toe all at the same time. Yeah, like he's he's not that great, you know. And so all he need, all you got to do to mess up with Aaron Rodgers is apply pressure from the sides. And he approved, and he, he showed that his integrity is crap, you know, by coming back to the team after making a statement and a you know little did he really throwing, a, throwing a fit like he did about the situation he was in. That's you know, I know really this is not a Packers show, but. Demand the team to sign Randall Cobb. Is that what's going that's on? What it sounds like it's part of it. That was part of the internal part. That it's that's what it looks like from the outside, right? Now that we've got you back in the building, what can we do to fix this? And number one, you need to get me Randall Cobb back. It sounds like kind of the part of the deal. <laughs> well, all right. Y'all don't y'all don't like that now? Well, I don't like the fact that he came back to the team without having, you know, if you're going to say something, you need to be a man about your word and stick to it. He just folded, folded like I'm a damn launch here. I'm not mad at Aaron Rodgers. The team, the team straight up jerked him, yo. They've been jerking Aaron Rodgers for a couple of years, man. <laughs> what I'm, NFL I'm, are we watching? That what Aaron you mean, what NFL are we watching? Like the yeah. team, like teams lie to players all the time, bro. When has Rodgers gotten jerked by the Packers? His first of all, it started with his money, right? And so he's been one of the highest paid quarterbacks for the last decade. So the team said that they were going to do A, B, C, and D, and then they didn't. And then that's when all of this kind of started. I haven't heard any detail. What did they say they were going to do that they didn't do? They said that they were going to offer him an extension to his contract. They did. They from the, the, the newest extension, like another one, Mike. Another one. He's supposed to get a new contract every year. After they drafted the quarterback, I guess he wanted more security or whatever because he wasn't feeling that or something like that. Like, it's just – and then they weren't supplying him with pieces to be successful. I'm just going to go with this and say the NFL owns Matt Stafford, not the 49ers. The NFL owns them. Owns yeah. him. <laughs> That's deep. That's real deep. Yeah. Well – I know that some people have some love for him, but I don't. So, hey, 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 that's because all your love goes to Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> you don't have enough room in your heart to love two quarterbacks, bro. I Jimmy. love Trey, Trey too. I just nah, not like love Jimmy. Jimmy more. As soon as Jimmy's out of the building, <laughs> or if Trey beats him out in camp, I'll love him more. You probably shot that Jimmy commercial too, man. That- Which what what commercial? You didn't see the modeling, the, the commercial he just did? No. Oh, sugar, honey, iced coffee. What is it? What is, a, what's it? Who was it for? He threw a touchdown pass to the Golden Gate Bridge. To Listen. The, just like out into the bay. All I'm going to say is, <laughs> what, what, happened to, what happened to the last 49er quarterback that did a commercial? Uh, Cap was the last one to do a commercial, I remember. Uh, I, my question is, what happened to him? Let's say the last <laughs> Kyle said he wasn't in the plans, he wasn't looking for that kind of quarterback. Mm, I'm he just saying the, he lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. No, 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 Yes. I think he, I think he lost yes. the championship game. Either way, he ain't won because he's not the man. He wasn't the man or whatever. That was the commercial. I'm the man. Tell I'm the man. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, with the headphones. Yep. The beats. The beats. Or yeah. was it Bose? I can't remember whichever. No, he was a beats guy. 
Yeah. I think that goes went to Mahomes, right? No, well, Beats was sponsoring the NFL at that time. And now I think everything is Bowles now. So everything is Bowles. I'm just saying, like the last time uh, a starting quarterback did the commercial shoot and was the man for the Niners, it didn't end well. So I'm hoping that's not what's going to happen to Jimmy Garoppolo. That's all I'm saying. No, no, Brian is not. He is not. Um, All right. So let me think back to the pressers that we had. (laughs) I'm glad Brian laughed, though. I'm, I'm so glad he laughed. No, I'm realist. You know, I, I, you know, I just, I look at Jimmy in a different light than a lot of people do. You know, when you look at the statistics and you go and actually cut it up and, you know, and you're not looking at just the eye test, you know, cause we talk about it on here all the time. And we've had long discussions between, you know, the three, four, five of us on this show that, you know, he's not able to do certain things, which we have said, but then when you go back and actually look at the statistics, come to find out he's actually one of the top five at doing just what we said he can't do. And so it's um, a situational, obviously he hasn't had the opportunity to do it year in and year out, but uh, you know, I, I don't care who the quarterback of this team is as long as we're winning. And so far, Jimmy is the one that can win. So, I mean, until we see Trey take that job from him, I'm going to support Jimmy until Trey takes that job. You mean until Trey enters the building? He's already been at the building, Wayne. No, Come you on, don't man. know if he's in the building, no. You don't know. We <laughs> know, know the best to... quarterback in the building today was Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> well, I don't know, but he might be the best quarterback in the building, like, right now. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Mm. I think Trey ran out to his car. Say something real quick, Kyle. <laughs> so – don't come in yet, Trey. I gotta I gotta say right. something. Right. I gotta say something before you can come in the building. Hold on. <laughs> Y'all deep. I don't want to be a liar. Mike's watching the videos, he can detect everything. So I need to say this truthfully. And then it went right over my head. Breezy had to bring it up. That's crazy. I can't believe I missed it. I'm gonna that. go watch Trey play. I'm gonna watch him beat up on Kansas City, hopefully. Yeah, man. Get there, get him live. Front row seats, man. Don't get front row seats, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't want uh, front row seats. Have a, have a good view. Hey, listen, but you said you got to watch some of the pressure. You said you watched them all today, right? Any I didn't get a chance to watch them all. Not analyze them, but watch them all, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I didn't I, – because I the player ones, I didn't watch, like, in depth like that. This was all happening while I was working. So I popped them up on the little phone and was driving and listening and glancing down every once in a while. Uh, any takeaways uh, from, you know, George Kittle or Trent Williams or – DJ Jones or Jimmy Ward. You could do you do Kittle and uh Jones and I'll do Ward and uh No, I mean Kittle talked. I mean the questions were about a lot of, you know, his off-season stuff or off on vacation time frame whatever the last 40 days, you know, between the doing the tight end university and then he said he went to a bunch of weddings or visited his wife's family and all kinds of stuff like that. So I really didn't take anything from Kittle. I mean, he just you know, was Kittle. So I don't really have anything to add or say anything about his presser. It wasn't anything new information that came out or nothing surprising that came out. Um, you know, obviously he's doing his thing to make tight ends appreciated in the NFL. All right. Yeah. And congratulations to Claire Kittle's best friend, who George said uh, was the wedding that they got the chance to go to. Uh, he mentioned that he still catches passes um, with people in Tennessee, where he lives, Tennessee, mm-hmm. with uh, C.J. Beathard. He said yeah. that C.J. Beathard is uh, – he still know, he, he's very familiar with the playbook, and he's someone that Kittle can call up and catch a couple passes from. So it's a good way to help both of them stay loose and everything. I like that 
uh, he mentioned that, you know, using his resources and, and the people that he knows and came up with uh, that way. I thought that was something that was pretty interesting. Um, I don't, I don't think I had, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead and finish. No, no, I was going to say, I don't think I had any, any other major takeaways from Kittle's presser. Uh, I, like I said, I really liked the way that he conducted himself in this one. Uh, it didn't feel as, as high strung or whatever the word is that I, I normally feel when watching him. So I, I like this one. I like, I like the presser today. You know, and he spoke in a bit, and I don't know if it's just the veteran or he's just getting older or more Power comfortable. My team and stuff. The, just the way he presented himself and the things that he was talking about and how he was talking about it. He, I can just see he, he is setting himself up for the success that he's going to have post football. You know, oh. and whether that's some business that he decides to start or that all of that networking that he's doing, you know, he's going to learn how to do all this within the NFL and he's going to, you know, fold that over and do it outside the NFL and he's going to be successful in whatever he does. You know, it just you get to see a little bit more of that as he matures and grows. Yeah, um, I heard a lot of maturation and leadership role, believe it or not. You know, a lot of times people call players leaders because they're good, because they have good stats, right? Right. Uh, Cam Newton was a, a great leader of the year that they were 15 and one. And then next thing you know, people were making a big deal of him hanging a towel on the side on his head when they're losing. Right. The following season. Right. But the truth of the matter is Cam Newton, even when they were winning, was putting the towel on his head. That's the way he cools down. Right. But it was ju- it's just when people become winners, individually successful, mm-hmm. people like to throw that leadership brand, their leader brand on those guys. Well, Kittle today sounded more like a leader. Uh, he was talking about we want these guys to get paid. We want this. Like he was saying we, as in a representative of the Niners, almost like he worked in the front office. When you listen to some of the stuff that he was saying, uh, he, you know, I, I know that Kyle tells the players to call him Kyle, but it was the way he did it today. It felt more talking to my peer, not my superior. And it, just, it like I said, it just felt different. The, the, the whole – the energy – felt different from a leader on the team, a real leader, a guy who was, you know, calling the team together, calling players around the league together to improve them. That's what real leadership is. It's not about the individual stats and stuff like that. And so I, I liked hearing it. I really did. I really liked it. Um, Breezy, you said you wanted to do you wanted to do one of the breakdowns? Yeah, I'll do Jimmy Ward, man. Jimmy Jimmy Ward is turning into a, a, a weird comedian – weird comic relief type of a player like he has a weird sense of humor and I, i'm starting to dig it yo like I, <laughs> like i'm, I'm kind of digging it because um you know he said he was happy uh with his his new health regimen you know he's been healthy for the past two years right and so whatever he's doing don't change that stuff like don't change like don't change you do yoga do your yoga hot yoga too he hot made yoga it, yep pacific that he likes to sweat you know what i'm saying so keep that going but no, man, I just like his comic relief. I like his loud laugh. You know, it starts off, <laughs> get real loud, loud in the mic. Like, like you blowing up our ears, dog. Like, like, come on, man. Back, back. Oh, pot, meat, kettle. <laughs> I'll see what you did, dude. Yeah, but there's only one breezy. He, he got to stop watching the show. If he wants to take on what I do, then just ask for my permission, bro. Because I can monetize it. But no, nah, listen, um... Jimmy Ward is starting to become like a really cool dude just to get to know off the strength, man. He's saying what he means and he's been backing it up on the field. You know, the one thing he said he would like to do, they asked him like, has he been working out? What has he been doing in his workouts? 
um, you know, when they went away from the OTAs, you know, he's like, I've, I've been practicing catching the ball. You know, it's like, I don't have stone hands, but, you know, I'm looking to get some turnovers this year, you know, like four to five. He ain't say yeah. one, two, one or two. This Negro said four to five. Like he's, he ain't even got one. He skipped one, two, three, and went four to five. I mean, I like it. But the only way I could see him getting four to five is if his better half is on the field or his other half is on the field at the same time. Yeah. that Whatever that is look good. One more pink lemonade. One more here's thing a, that he's a one-sided argument again. <laughs> oh, man. Look at the go. whole game, man. Watch the whole game. One thing that uh, Ward said that I thought was really important, he said that, uh, you know, if you watched this last year, he said, I, I was locked down. He said, Tart was locked down. KW was locked down. Verrett was locked down. He said, and we're all back. He said, and we got Bosa and Ford back this year. Right. Mm-hmm. I, the way he said that he got them back, I got goosebumps. Like, oh, mm-hmm. my God. It's about – he didn't even say the, – the reason why it was so cool is because he was saying it casually. It wasn't right. a bragging. It wasn't a, oh, y'all better watch out. We coming back. He was like, and we got Bosa and Ford back this year, so it's going to be even – you know, right. they're going to have even less time back there. He said it like he knows it. Well, yeah, it's like we get excited, but imagine what it feels like for the players when they're excited about getting yes. their team back together. My crew is back together. We are about to take this league by storm. That's that in you know the the tone that you, that I took from it anyway. Yeah, man, you got you got to factor in, man. If if your defensive line is applying pressure where it's busting pipes and it's getting in the quarterback's face, that doesn't mean a sack. It doesn't, it's pressure. pressure. We're talking about pressures, right? Yep. That's what we're talking about. We always, Mike always says pressures are greater than sacks, right? It's it's about getting into the quarterback face, forcing them to throw the ball somewhere where they shouldn't be throwing it. And Allah, here comes your interceptions and your turnovers, right? And so Jimmy Ward is excited. He's probably looking at the chops. Matter of fact, I'm hoping Jimmy Ward gets like three, like weeks one, one through two, weeks one and two. I hope he gets three right then and there. Because you know, things can happen later on. But if he can get if if the team is back strong like they should be, it's gonna be a problem. The secondary is gonna have a good grand old time, and I expect him to re-sign some guys in the offseason. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Uh we heard a little bit from DJ Jones as well, um, and Trent Williams. Either either you guys want to touch on what you heard from there. Any any takeaways from the, one of those guys? Now uh, I think DJ Jones was, was probably the shortest. Something not, I didn't. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no I, that was it. DJ Jones. So it was the thing that I took away from that, and then I started looking. It's totally something different. Was the way he talked about the people who are coming in, like Kerr and Hurst. Maurice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? And so when I went back and I looked at, and this is another, this is a hot take from Brian, right? When I look at my my guys th- that I have that I should that I've projected to be the fifty three man roster, I didn't have Hurst. I actually had him losing out the Givens. And when I went back and t- tossed those two back on and looked at the numbers, actually I'm taking Givens off my roster, and I'm going to have Hurst in my in that spot. He was talking big boy stuff about those guys. He said, yeah. you know, and, and I think, oh, here we go, here we go. Somebody got the spoon. Mike about to stir the pot. You got a sound effect for a stop per a pot stirring thing? Put the macaroni sound going. Oh, no, man, that, that, that macaroni that. sounds like they having sex. <laughs> so I'm gonna stir the pot here. I, think, I can't believe I just said that. Yeah, no, me neither. It's cool. I think he took a shot at Solomon Thomas. I uh, think he took a shot at Solomon Thomas. He said, when you have guys like Mo and Hurst, uh, Mo and um Kerr coming in here. 
He said those guys get dirty in the trenches. They get busy in the trenches. It's not the same as playing defensive linemen. They they in the trenches. And somebody asked him, well, what's the difference? And you saw him hesitate like, damn, I put my foot in my mouth here. Right. Not every defensive lineman gets busy in the trenches is what he was saying. And then he like, he hesitated. He composed himself and he thought out what he was going to say and how he wanted to do this. And basically he was saying, you know, it's not about just running in there and touching somebody. And that's what we saw Solomon Thomas doing. We saw them snap the ball and Solomon Thomas just ran. Like that was it. There was no like, like do something other than run into the hug of somebody else. Like do, do. And anyway, he was talking about the hand placement, the footwork and everything. And I mean, it's it all was, about to get off on this line, man. And I, I Solomon didn't have it, yo. And, and he was trying to make up for it by trying to just go. And so, you know, that's going to be hard. Uh, not having Kevin Givens on this team, I, I'm, I'm. That's gonna be tough. I, I, I want Hurst to make it. I want Kerr to make it. Uh, DJ Jones. I think I don't think Street makes this squad. Um, I feel like I feel like Givens makes it, and somebody else doesn't. I'm, that might be too many people, but they talked highly of Givens. Uh, Corsaric has, and so it's gonna be weird to see him not make the team. And so the only odd man out would be. Hurst, unless, unless they keep Hurst and they don't like, do, they 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 keep one less edge guy, like Arden Key. Yeah, I think that they'd be more more likely to go with five and four. I I know, I know. Like I have a hard time seeing them cut out a, a, a defensive end for a tackle. I just I, I, I know, I know. I know. Couple that with Lynch and how positive he spoke about uh, Arden Key today. Mm-hmm. Like no one, no one that like he that was unabated. Like that, just, it came out. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then last but not least, we had the um, presser of Trent Williams. Trent Williams was on. Um, oh no, we we talked about Trent Williams already, didn't we? We I you mentioned him. So then, and that was pretty much the get of 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 Trent Williams presser, man. It was like when they asked him the question. <laughs> about the team not winning the Super Bowl when he got here. He wasn't expecting that question because he was doing pretty damn good. Um, I, I like the, I think the thing I got the most out of Trent Williams was the fact that he feels like he's not playing with that anxiety feeling anymore. You know what I'm saying? And he's kind of worked into the offense, and he's probably the leader on the offensive line at this moment, right? So that's what I'm getting from Trent Williams. I'm getting those vibes. I think, I think you got guys – and that offensive line probably going to start gelling to him more. He's no longer the new guy. You know what I'm saying? Even though he was the vet. You know what I thought was strange, though, is when he was talking about the offensive line, not once, not once did he say anything about Alex Mack. Not once. He, he, he didn't. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. And he mentioned, no. he mentioned, uh, he even he mentioned, mentioned uh, Aaron Banks. He even talked about the rookie. Yeah, he even talked about Banks. He, I, he, You're right. He didn't mention Alex Mack. You were absolutely right. Because I was waiting for, like, Okay, I've got this group that I can talk about, and he didn't talk about Alex Mack, which I thought was strange. Even though we know that he, obviously he's going to be the starter, you know, and maybe they just haven't had time to hang out or do anything or talk to each other or whatever. But, um, but he I did talk about McGlinchey, and that's yeah. all that matters. He like, talked about him. He talked about Banks, and I think he, he even talked talk about. Mc, he didn't talk about. He he didn't talk about Thomason. Didn't he say? Nope. Nope. Maybe not. But I know he didn't talk about Mack, and that he didn't talk about Thomason either. And remember, I thought they had issues getting along. Remember, we talked about that. We saw that last. We saw it in the gameplay. 
maybe maybe he spoke up people that needed to be you know given some oomph. maybe you know what i'm saying you know you put, like you put those guys out there and thinking, but yeah well, maybe he's reading into the whole uh um he, I, I, replacement. I, I mean, because Tomlinson's coming up at the end of this, you know, at the end of this year, so he's got um, more coming in right on his, you know, on his heels to take that is, spot at the right guard. Does McGlinchey have one more year after this, or is this it? Yes. No, he's got one more after this. this is year four. Right. He'll have his fifth year wow. next year. He already picked up his fifth. Yeah. Which is smart. That's why Absolutely. you drafted the tackle in the first round. One hundred percent. Get the extra year on doodle money. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, guys, I don't have much else to discuss here. Where's my son? He didn't say goodnight. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't have much else here to discuss on on today's uh, today's show. Yeah, man, um, tomorrow should be popping. I can I tell you have, that. I do have a question that I'll yeah, just throw out there. Maybe I don't know if we barbershop it or what, but you know, the team's not allowed to talk about other players, but we can. So what do you think about creating somebody like what would be your ideal package to send to Miami to get a starting caliber cornerback opposite Verrett? We ain't got no darn draft picks. Right. So what do you do? You send them Emmanuel Mosley. Okay. And you send them a second next year. What about other players? I'm just throwing out there just because I wanted to have the quick, quick you, conversation. You don't think that they would. I, just to be clear, I think the second would be enough. Just to be clear, I do think that the second would be enough. And I know that people keep thinking that, oh, you can't do that because we got rid of the first. So what? But you you're also, not going to get you're not going to get a Xavier Howard type player in the second round next year. So to me, that's a win. Right. More than likely not. Right. The odds are that that doesn't happen. Obviously, you can still get players like that because we ended up getting a Kittle and a Warner you know, later, later on day right. two, you know? So, I mean, you, you can find those players and it seems like our team's really good at doing that. Um, but I was just curious as to what you think it might cost and what, so <clears throat> when I went and looked back and looked at the roster, just to come up with a rough idea of what potentially you could do, you know, there's not a whole lot of players that you can do, you know, to send, to swap out. Right. And, and try to do a player, player swap and still open up salary on our end to be able to absorb his $12 million contract. Cause that would be the, the, the portion of his contract that would come to whoever takes him is about 12.1 million. <clears throat> so like I was thinking, um, Mosley, Mostert, and possibly even James for Howard. Richie James. Yeah. Would they need all of that? I don't like, know I'm if they need it. I'm just saying that would seem like a, a viable package when I was looking at players. And then you'd still probably have to do an extension for Tomlinson or restructure Armstead's contract to open up about four or five million more just so that you can could keep him. But I mean you how many times you get an opportunity? I mean we've seen it <clears throat> this this season and obviously um our front office doesn't prioritize the secondary at all um as far as where they want to spend their money it seems like mm -hmm. so you know if this was an opportunity to go out and get somebody like that, I mean, would you guys have a problem putting away, you know, because we've already talked about Mostert potentially not being here. If these rookies come in and take over and you get Wilson back, <clears throat> you know, mid season or whatever, I'm just like, that seems like that might be something that's doable, you know, and you know, not to take anything away from Mostert cause he's been awesome here, but he's a, a scheme fit guy, you know? And so 
you open up $3 million by trading him as part of a package. I like it, man. Um, you give him another, you give him another corner that yep. they can use that, that, that was, you know, why I said Mosley. Um, and he's the perceived starter for us. So in, in their minds, maybe it's starter for starter. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then, damn, my laptop's going to die. Sorry, guys. Um, and then you're looking at, uh, what was, you said Raheem Mostert. He's probably the best player in there that they could use. And they, we already know that the Dolphins like 49ers running backs because they took Breida and they took um, Ahmed. Ahmed, Salman Ahmed, yeah. They took my dog. Um, so we know that they like 49er running backs. So, you know, that, that's – Frank Gore, too. Tim, that's right. That's yep. right. <laughs> Shoot, I forgot Frank was there also. And then uh, who was the third person you said? Uh, as just another – somebody else to throw out there it was Richie uh, James. Uh, oh, Richie James. Richie, 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 Richie. Yeah, I mean – Depends on if they needed a, a, a returner or right. a different slot guy. I mean, I don't – I went back and I looked at their roster just kind of a brief – briefly went over it and looked for areas of need where we might be a little thicker. And obviously you're going to do the one for one at cornerback. That just makes it like a no brainer to me. That, that makes sense. Uh, but I was looking at other players where we're kind of not necessarily stacked, but you know, players that, that they could benefit from having while also, you know, giving us a chance to have some cap relief. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and I I like that you're looking at it from a financial standpoint, but I, I think the money is a myth. I know that the salary cap is there and it really does exist, but only to an extent, man. Right. And you so can't, that's you can't I, just go get Deshaun Watson. It's not, you know, it's not happening. No, no, no. I, I know that, but this money that, I mean, and you got to remember that this guy's looking for a restructure. He's looking for a different type of contract right. also. More money. So that means that if he's willing to be traded and, and he's expecting a different contract, here comes a bunch of bonus money where it's not that sure, big of a cap. Sure. But if you're, if he's coming over here on a deal, that's worth $12 million right now. The 49ers can use that $12 million in making his signing bonus, like give him a completely new deal, yeah, making him one of the top paid cornerbacks. And it's still right. not going to hurt because they're going to relieve some cap space and they're going to utilize right. that 12 million as part of that reworking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and obviously he wants to get out of a crappy situation. If he feels like he's coming to a team that's going to give him respect is what he was looking for in his, mm -hmm. you know, Instagram post that he put out there. I um, thought that was a well-written post. Also. It was very well-written. Um, you know, I just think that he, he gets to this organization and kind of sees, and then you, you, you have the fed work out their process, you know, and, and figure it out. But I, and I think that they can, he would be, it would be beneficial to the team as a whole. I think it would be beneficial to him as an individual. I mean, I know, I mean, I personally don't want to get rid of Mostert, but if I can upgrade, I feel like we're still lacking in that secondary. I do. I still feel like there's a hole there. And until we see these rookies and what they can do, you know, and with Mosley being on the COVID list, it's given uh, Thomas, a perfect, you know, spot to start off with day one reps tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he, if he can go in there and just solidify himself right off the bat, you know, depending on how long Mosley's out for, Mosley might be expendable. But unfortunately, due to his contract, he's not. So we would have to find a trade partner for him if that's something that comes that's up. That's why I said send his ass over there. Right. And, you know, like I said, I, th I think a second round pick gets it done. But, you know, if they needed a player, you can send him Mosley. It's just, it's just COVID. He'll be over it you know, in a week and back and ready to play. So, uh, yeah, that that's what I would do. But I like I like your thinking, man. I don't have any other uh, suggestions. Breezy, what about you, man? Any, any other thoughts on that? I, I, I don't really get into draft picks, money, 
all that type of stuff. I just want to figure out a way to make it happen and make it happen. I think Isaiah Howard should be a 49er. That, if that's you were just I'm if you were looking at those options, is, I mean, would you be upset? Absolutely, losing not. losing Mostert to get Howard. Absolutely not. I, I would absolutely Mostert, but not. not be upset. Yeah, I mean, I like the guy too, but I just I feel like that would be such an upgrade in an area that we need it versus where we have have extra talent right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then it makes the uh, running back room a little bit more clear. So I just, ah, damn it. I don't know, man. My God, I hate to say it. That's I'm me, man. It's absolutely not. not like, like it's a no brainer. If that is what can get the deal done. Now you got great edge rushing, great middle interior, great linebacking and great secondary. You have potentially to have the number one defense your offense can – they just got to manage the damn ball and, and put up points. That's I mean, that's about it. The team's going to give you the ball back. With, 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 and here's the thing. You make your defense that great, and you give your offense great field position just about every time. Right. That's the game. Yeah, but – Yeah, but what? That's you like know. the kind of defense that allows a touchdown for the season. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I know that's not possible, but – I mean, that's the kind of shit where you're like, they're like the number one through five defenses. There's not anyone, anyone else close to them at that point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, man. It's just Mostert has that, like, that speed, man. Like, no, I know. know. He, he, talked just, about, he talked about how, like, you know, a good defense can flip the field position and everything, and that's accurate. He, but he Mostert was, like, the, the field position killer. Like, all right, I'll take it 70 speed, on the back. But it was, it was inconsistent. And 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 so you you also have to factoring his workload and the fact that he he kind of stay injured, you know what I'm saying? Is yeah, we you, we talked about injuries. We said we said about Jimmy. We said about this guy, and now we can't say it about Moster. I'm just saying. Oh no, you're right. That's what I'm saying. And it's a it's a, it's a good it's a good exchange. Um, Howard's 28, Moster's 29. Like these guys are, in, and Moster. He don't have as many as much wear and tear on his legs as Howard would, because he's been in and out of the lineup and on different teams and not on teams and only well, on special it, teams. You know, so the wear and tear on Mostert isn't as bad as a regular twenty-nine-year-old running back, right? You know, and then we also don't know because obviously the season hasn't unfolded yet. But if our team is healthy, like we hope that it is, we have some weapons that in the wide receiver group that. Haven't been accounted for. Maybe we aren't running quite as much if we have, hey. you know, herds healthy in Ayuk and Debo. That you know, you got a three wide receiver package with Kittle in there, and you know, Juice. It's just like maybe we're not as run heavy this season if we get those other players. Jennings makes the squad, or Watkins is on the squad. You know, that the taller guys, you know, yeah. bigger guys. Or or maybe we just go into a more power run. We got the big the big lineman now. Just push forward we don't have yeah. to do that outside. oh yeah that's what that's what trent said he said we yes. move side to side really well now we can push forward <laughs> yep that was yeah exactly and so maybe maybe you know because that wasn't most of forte so you know all right yeah. i like that sermon's forte though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just saying yeah yes sir absolutely absolutely so all right guys it's 11 o'clock well, at least here on the East Coast. Let's get up out of here, man. I really had a good time, man. I enjoyed you, brothers. Uh, Breezy, yeah. let's give everybody a nice round of applause on the soundboard again. Let's let's do that <laughs> one more time. Go ice skating.
And F all y'all that said it sound like freaking ice. In the very beginning, it sounds like somebody's cutting ice. It's what it sounds yeah, like. Like the stop. The stop that they yeah, do. Yeah, when they come to a stop and their okay, blades yeah, are sideways. Or... He's, he's got ice skating lingo. They're cutting ice. I'm sitting here like, nah, when I did it, it sounded like. That was your ankles. <laughs> That's cracking your ankles, ice. man. Cutting <laughs> ice. So I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, hey. Do y'all remember those really old school ice trays that had the handle that you had to yes. pull up? Yeah, yeah, metal ones. Yeah, metal yeah. Were, were, were those things made out of copper or was it just me? No, they were like tin. Yeah, they were like aluminum, maybe I guess. Never rusted either. I don't think yeah. I ever had a copper one. Mine were always silver. It was like a pink color. Oh, yours was silver. It was like a. I thought they were like a pinkish, like nah, a they gold, were gold kind of color. Uh -uh. No, you might have. I think okay. the handle was silver, but the the the, the bucket. Was like this rose gold, like coming like Brian's background. Yeah, like that's maybe it was just the ones that we had. Maybe we had the bootleg ones. You had one with patina on it, man. Bro, <laughs> I had to wear gloves because I was afraid to cut my hands on the metal <laughs> when, you, when you pull the joint up. And then who thought it was cool to put metal in the freezer and then have to go and touch it with your hand? Right. Don't wash your hands first. Right. That shit sticking to you. And that's you, gonna stick. You're yeah, gonna get man, crazy, minus two degrees. <laughs> But listen, man, I really enjoyed you guys. Thank you all for jumping on. Let's do some final thoughts and let's go home. Uh, let's start with Breezy. Oh, Breezy, and then we'll go with Brian, and then I'll, and then I'll take it home. Great episode, guys. Finally, it is happened to me right in front of my face. And I just can't hide it. We are back. 49ers is back. Another Bananas is back. It's, we back, baby. Backstreet Boys are back. I'm sorry. Um, nah, man, it's a great show, guys. Awesome platform. I definitely love talking about what was going on, man. Training camp tomorrow. I'm about to go. It's, it's, it's 11 o'clock. I'm probably going to go pray for 49 minutes. <laughs> All right. You already so, know what that's about. I, I, um, need, I need health. <laughs> right. My message is always the same. You know, we pray for, we want everybody to be good out there and, uh, you know, everybody stay healthy, but be good to each other. You know, find ways to be kind, you know, pay it forward if you can. You know, love one another. There's no no need to be crazy with each other out there in this world we live in. Yeah. Be good people. My final thoughts are going to be simple, man. Uh, get excited. 49ers football is back. We have some real stuff to discuss. Thank you all for everyone who rocked out with us throughout the long, dry, boring offseason. Hopefully we kept you guys entertained throughout it. Uh, my last thing is going to be to rid yourself of negative people on your social media platforms. God, it's one thing to mute them. It's one thing to block them or whatever, but like just just get them completely, completely gone. Block them, report them for spam, so you never ever see their posts again. Because <laughs> if, even if you don't respond to it, you still read it, and it still it still affects it, you. It's yeah. still there. It's still there. Now you're annoyed at what they wrote. Like ah, that's why I hate that person. But boom, just like that, the hate is in there. So rid nope. yourself of the negative people on yeah. your social media feeds, and I promise you, you will have a better day than you had before you did it. I mm -hmm. promise. You. Don't let anybody live rent free in your head. That's right. Unless, unless you were Don Burr and it's us. We in there, baby. We in there, baby. Yeah, Don, you got a shout out from us again. All right, guys, that's going to do it. Let's go home. I'm going to point us out. You guys ready? Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. I pity the fool. Mahalo and aloha. Let's go. <laughs>